God is so good, amen? Come, let us pray, let us pray, let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for who you are, what you are. You're an amazing God, Lord. Never ceasing to fail us. You have constantly shown yourself in different ways. So we ask that you continue having your way over this audience. Prepare our minds, our hearts, our ears, our eyes to, to see something that's specific to what we're going through. Or touch us so this message can marinate so that we can be the very thing you have called us to, do, to be, salt and light, hope dealers in the world. So Lord, I ask that you have your way. You be glorified. So you increase as I decrease. Let me be your tool, your vessel, used by you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen. How we doing, family? Oh, that sounds good. That's sounding good. <laughs> We, so we've been talking, you know, this month we celebrate women. You know, Pastor Rosalinda came in and she spoke, you know, introduced the whole idea of womanhood. You know, Dr. Nicole Martin talked about motherhood. Uh, Minister Aaron came with an excellent word about ask, right? And what, what does ask stand for? Ask, seek. So like six people. Got your message last week. All right, so we're praying for our people, all right? You know, but today we're going to, you know, we're doing, um, we're going to end it off. And, and I'm speaking to the women, but this is not just for women. All right? Uh, so men, don't worry. We have our month next month. All right? So guys, don't worry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Re Reverend Jackson, you know, he, he agreed with me. <laughs> All the other men, I'm like, okay, I don't care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. <laughs> and so today is the MVP. And what does that mean? You know, because, and, 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 and writing this down, it says, MVP is the most valuable player on the team. Regardless of which team we are talking about, MVP has the same criteria even if you, it's a one-man team. Even if it's a one-man team. And, and, and the very thing about it, we, we, we understand that this is still a male-dominated society. Very strong, dominated society. And, 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 and you know, we, we don't give women enough credit. You know, and, and, and I look at my mother and my wife, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about some things. We don't, we don't acknowledge them enough. We can, we can often look, overlook the things that happen with motherhood, wives, and how they take a back seat. But the question is, is that really a back seat? Is that really a back seat? Think about it, you, 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 a lot of females grow up and their dream is to be the very thing, a mother. Their dream is to be a wife. So once again, is that a backseat? But we're gonna talk more about that later. You know, and, and we, when I think about my wife and my mother, and I look at how they operate and they move, and, and it's funny because remember, I told you how I got in trouble comparing my wife to my mother. Husbands don't do that. <laughs> Told you how I got sent home, well, to my mother's house. You know, I got kicked out by my wife because I compared. You know, I was young, 22 years old, just got married. You know, it's, um, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> but when I think about my wife and my mother, I think about this video. Because Michelle Obama wrote in her book, Becoming Michelle Obama, it says, Woman Endure entire lifetimes of these indignities 
in the form of catcalls, groping, assault, oppression. These things injure us. They sap our strength. Some of the cuts are small, they're barely visible. Others are huge and gaping, leaving scars that never heal. Either way, they accumulate. We carry them everywhere, to and from school and work, at home while raising our children, at our places of worship, anytime we try to advance. See, I'm a father of three. And what he was saying in that video is not so much the fact that, 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 that she raised him to become this man, but she was able to do it knowing all the stuff she had to go through in order to achieve the ability to raise this man. And we as husbands, and I told my wife, even preparing for this message, I said to my wife, I said, babe, I'm sorry. Because sometimes I neglect you. Sometimes I don't really understand or realize the, 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 the things you have to go through to make this house run well. And the irony is, 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 is last week she got sick. You know, and, and <laughs> when the wives get sick, the house gets chaotic. I don't know about you men, but me, I'm trying to figure out, okay, how did my wife do this? A wife, a mother, a friend, a daughter, a sister. And I, just to heat up my daughter's oatmeal, I'm like, okay, how many ounces? I'm like, oh, man. Even going, I went shopping. I said, babe, don't give me a list without pictures. <laughs> I grew up in a house full of men. So some of the stuff I'm being asked to buy, you know, some, some, my daughter wanted some, something to help shave her legs. I'm like, what is that? I need pictures. You know, put, put, create the list. You know, we could attach, cut and paste. I need some pictures. You know, what blades, you know, I was going to give us some Gillette. Blade, they work. She needs some silk and smooth. But we, 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 we tend to forget as men. What women have to do to, become, to be a woman? You know, I wrote down, I said, I said, I said this, that, that today, even as far advanced as we are, women still get paid less to do the same job. Right? Women have a hard time in advancing in the next level of, of promotions they tend to be often overlooked, even though they are qualified, skillful. But the question is, and it's sad to ask that, why do they have to do favors in order to move ahead? And we're living in a society, and I have three daughters. And one of the things I'm working on is making sure that my daughters are at a place where they are able to hold their head high, stand strong, be smart, be intelligent. Not worry about what's going on. And, and I'm pushing them to make sure that they, even in the education field that they advance faster and harder and higher than any other guy. Because we know what the competition is for women. I wrote this down. I said, my daughter, as a father, I'm making sure that I teach them to be confident, independent. And, and, and ladies... See, I, I got a problem with, with, with some of the ladies pushing. So I'm, I'm, I'm an independent woman. I don't need no help. 
relationships are the network for life, right? Every answer God has for you comes by way of a relationship. Getting help does not negate your independency. I'll say it again. Getting help does not negate your independency. So, and I, I tell this story, me and my sons, we were out, out at Tango Outlets doing some shopping. You know, and I'm being a dad, dad showing my son how to be a man, being respectful. So the, 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 the little girl came out, was coming out first, and the mother was coming out. And I said, hold the door for, for her. And she told my son, she said, no. I don't need you to hold the door for my daughter. I'm teaching her how to be independent. And I said, well, I'm teaching my son how to be a man. And, and I told her, I said, just because she's helping her doesn't mean she's not independent. I said, because you got, you got to help me. I had this conversation where I said, you got to help me. Let me ask you a question. Is it wrong for him to hold the door or is it wrong for him not to hold the door? Make up your mind. I said, help me. I said, because you guys are starting to make it difficult. And she said, well, my kids are going to learn how to be independent. They're not going to rely on a man. I said, who hurt you? I said, what man hurt you? I said, what man lied to you? And she said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So well, you have a nice day. Because I really wanted to know, I was really inter in, in, interested in what she was going to say because, you know, the, the, there is such, anything taken to the extreme, even independence, yeah. becomes error. So I told him, I said, you need to learn how to be confident. Understand who you are. Understand your self-worth. Understand that you're valued, not just to me, but to God. I said, learn how to be strong. Because all these attributes make them become an MVP. Let's go to Proverbs. And I used to read this, this scripture. Everybody you know, is very familiar with this, especially when it comes to Mother's Day. Proverbs 31. And I, I believe that this scripture breaks down what, you know, what an MVP means for a female. And I like how it's read in the, in the Message Bible, so that's the translation we're going to use today. And when I realized that this is not just talking about what she does, because this was written in a particular context. You know, my wife better not be out there buying no land. Read the text. Read the text. She's out there buying land, planting seeds. New York is too expensive. We're going to talk about this, babe. You know, we're going to work on this. That land part, I don't know yet. It says, a good woman is hard to find. Say amen. amen. And worth far more than diamonds. A husband, her husband trusts her without reserve. And I love that statement, without reserve. See, when you're an MVP and you're doing what you got to do and you're, 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 you're putting that work in, it's easy for the husband to trust. It's easy for, for the husband to work without, walk without worries. Sometimes we get spoiled. Sometimes we get spoiled, and I, I must say, because I sometimes go to my wife, I said, babe, but I thought you still carried that already. She said, no. I said, but you, you're always on top of that stuff. She says, her husband is without reserve and never has a reason to regret it. See, I, 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 it, it, that's significant. 
One, he's without reserve. And two, he never has a reason to regret it. See, some, some husbands, they, 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 they can be without reserve. They're thinking, you know, but then some of them say, okay, I'm regretting this. And don't worry, wives, I'm not just going out to you because next month we're going to get on the men. Never spiteful, she treats him generously all her life long. See, and that, that's a, I can talk about a marriage session with that, but. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn, preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> then with the money she puts aside, plants a garden. First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. She senses the worth of her work, is in no hurry to call it quits for this day, for the day. So what, what, what he's really talking about is more so the mentality of, a, of, of, of this woman who's ready to do what she has to do, when she has to do it, and then doesn't gripe. See, because a real MVP says, I know what I got to do to be the best of the best. And a part of knowing what I got to do is not about gripe. I'm not going to complain because I want to be the best. So why, can, why should I complain if I want to be the best? If it takes work, if it takes get me getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, then so be it. Because what's driving her desire to be the best of the best is, to, is that passion. And remember what I said, passion does not need an alarm clock. Passion says jump out of bed. And he's talking about this woman. And I said, wow, this is amazing. Because certain women... Certain females have a hard time with this scripture. Some, one, one lady said, oh, that's not me. And felt it was okay. I said, no, I'm not telling you to go out and buy land and, and plant seeds and, and do all this stuff. I'm talking about get the mentality, the mindset to be that person. So I came up with six basic things that helps a person become an MVP. And some of this is because of, I listened to Arnold Schwarzenegger give a commencement speech at a college. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger, get down. <laughs> I'll be back. I know that accent was off. And I read this and I said, wow, this coincides with what Arnold's talking about. See, because number one, it's confident. Remember, it says that she, she goes, and, and I made a joke about buying land, but she goes and she buys the land. She, she's confident enough to take the step out and, and look at the land and say, okay, this is fruitful the ground. We're going to purchase it. And what, what, what did Arnold say? He says, break the rules, not the law. No, sorry. He says, trust yourself. Women, trust yourself. Do what makes you happy. Who do you want to be? Decide on it and be the best at it. How many of you have ascribed to the point where you say, I want to be the best me? Whether that's a mother, whether that's a wife, whether that's a daughter, 
a business person, whatever it is, how often do you say, okay, I'm, are you the best you? Do you start having conversations in the mirror, look at yourself, are you the best you? What can I do better today that I didn't do to, yesterday? Am I the best me? So you got to be confident. Number two, unapologetic. And I love what Arnold said. He said, break the rules, not the law. Break the rules, not the law. It is impossible to be a maverick playing it safe. See, the people in, in the safe zone, the safe zone is also called the comfort zone. And you never grow in the comfort zone. You only maintain that, 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 that level playing field. See, but a person who's an MVP doesn't stay in that comfort zone. They, 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 they push themselves outside of that. It's because everybody's hanging out here. I want to do something somebody else is not doing. I want to be better than the persons that are in this group. He said, he said I don't care what the status quo says. I don't care what they say a wife should be like. I want to be better. I don't care what they say a mother should be like. I want to be better. I don't care what they say a daughter should be like. I want to be better. Number three, resilient. Resilient. He said this. He said, don't be afraid to fail. Everything he tried, wasn't, he wasn't afraid to fail. He says this. He said, you can't always win, but don't be afraid to make decisions. You look at um, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth has one of the greatest names in baseball. But you know he, did you know he was a strikeout king? He had more strikeouts than any other baseball player. Why? Because he was afraid to make decisions. And for every strikeout, he was able to learn and find a better way to hit that ball. So he went from strikeout king to the home run man because he wasn't afraid to fail. Number four, he was determined, Arnold said. He said, I'm determined. And if you look at, 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 at um, Proverbs 31, she, you can tell she was determined. How do you know? It says because she, she, she went to bed late and she woke up early. Preparing the day, not just for her, but her family. Determined says you don't listen to naysayers. If you have a routine and you're doing things that work for you, don't listen to people say, oh, honey, why are you getting up so early? Honey, why are you doing this? Honey, why are you breaking it back? That's too difficult. No, sometimes the difficult, uh, the difficult road is the best road to walk. So don't listen to naysayers. Don't listen to people who say it can't be done. Growing up, I love it. My mother, she pushed me. She said, son, you can do anything you put your mind to. I said, for real, mommy? She says, yeah. He said, and that's one thing, if you never learn anything from growing up in this household, learn that. She said, don't, I don't care what people say. Because I went to her complaining about this teacher who said I will never amount to anything. She said, you, you, you're not going to be good. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to amount to anything. And I went home crying. I told my mother. My mother sat me down. She gave me a talk. But that's the only thing I remember throughout the whole talk. You can, anything you put your mind to. You can be successful. She said, don't put half your mind, 
and put a quarter of your, your full mind. And she said, you will be successful. Be determined though. Number five, disciplined. She was disciplined. She wasn't taking days off. And I'm not saying don't take days off, but she was focused. She was disciplined. She was on her routine. She, she, it, was, it, was, it was something, a way of, about life. See, when you're disciplined, the difficult things become easy. And those easy things, after a certain amount of time, becomes habitual. So the very thing that you thought was hard, if you continue at it, it'll become a habit. A good habit. I love what Arnold said. He said, work your butt off. Work it off. He said, he said, leave no stone unturned. No pain, no gain. All pain, all gain. It's okay to party in life. But remember, and this is true, remember, when you are out there partying, there's someone home practicing and getting prepared to take your spot. I'm telling you, women, there are women out there getting prepared at the gym working out, doing what they got to do because they want to take your spot. But you get comfortable. I won the man. I got him. He's mine. But it's one thing to, to get him. It's another thing to keep him. And I'm not justifying guys doing their dirt. But I'm just saying, we, everybody plays a role. He said, but so, so, so remember, work your butt off. Do what you got to do. Put that work in. He said, because when you're out partying, having fun, hanging out, there's somebody at home looking to take you up to your spot, whether it's a job position, right? Somebody's always out there wanting to take your spot. He says, work it off. If you want to win, there's no absolute other way but to work your butt off. He said, becoming the MVP takes work. No other way. Being the best student in school takes work. There's no other way. Number six. Number six. Just pay it forward. Pay it forward. Says, give back no matter what path you take. You must be willing to give back. Pour back in to your community, another young lady growing up. But no matter what, give back. And this happens while you're successful. So you don't, you don't become successful, retire and give back. No, as you are growing, you're giving back. As you're, you're moving forward, you're giving back. How many young women in, in, in this day and age, as we look at social media and, 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 and the news and stuff like that, we say, man, she needs a better role model. How many of us are giving back and, and, and grabbing these young ladies and saying, okay, I, I, I'm going to be your big sister. I'm going to be a, a young man and say, okay, I'm going to be your, your big brother as men. Just because they have a mother in the house doesn't mean they have a mother. Just pay it forward. He said, give back. Don't just keep your, hoard your, your success to yourself. He says, look for somebody else that needs the same thing that you needed. And pull them forward. He says, give back. 
And when you look at the scripture, you see that all in the text, you see the, the, the mother really being disciplined. She's confident about how she's moving and, and working and doing what she does. She's resilient. I bet you she failed sometimes. You know, they give the good part of the text, but what's behind the scenes for, for the Proverbs 31 woman? What did she have to go through in order to become that woman? You know, I was in ministry in, in, in Indonesia. I was talking about my Christian walk, and, and, and you know, they, they're in a, a country that's predominantly Muslim, and, and so they're bombarded with things that are uh, anti-Christ, and they're bombarded with things that, to, to, that discourage them about being Christian. And I said, look, you know, when, it, when it comes down to the degree, no matter what aspect of life it is, if it's possible, then I'm good. I don't need it to be easy. See, because it's, it's, I tell, I say, it's the journey that makes the man or the woman. And it's the destination that fulfills. People are all, always focused on the destination. Like, wow, I got it. Got the perfect husband. I got the, the white picket fence. Got the two children. First one is a boy. And the second one is a girl. But how much work did you have to do in order to get to that place? And I'm not saying that's the, that's the American dream anymore. That, that, that's sailed 10 years ago. Maybe longer. So in closing, I say to you women, whatever it is that you do, be the best you. Whatever it is that you do, be the best you. That's how you become your MVP. That's how you become your MVP. I used to compare my wife and my mother and learn that they both operated in different ways in my life. And both of them have become my MVP. <laughs> Women, I want you to be encouraged that being an MVP does not matter where you start, but it's more about where you end up. Some of us have had some bad past. Some of us are still holding to that past, saying, I can't achieve this level of status. But what you went through doesn't mean that it has to hold you there. You got to let go of the past in order to embrace the future. But it does take a price, and it's hard work and dedication. I wrote this down. Lisa Nicole said two things. She said, no rules of success will work unless you're willing to work. She said, dream big and think big, and that's where it'll start. She also said this, and I love this quote. This is one of my quotes I say to my daughters. I, I, I reinforce it in my wife's ear. I said, she said this. She said, I am my rescue. Outside of God, God has done the work. She said, but I am my rescue. She says, no matter how big something is for you, if you want to do it, it starts with you. So woman, you are your rescue. It starts with you. She says, she says, she says, even if you don't have a support team, it still starts with you. Even if you don't know the, the, the way that it's going to go, it still starts with you. Nobody can force you to become a better you. It's all on you. One thing to remember 
as the MVP that hurt people, hurt people. Sad people create sad people. So even, if it, even though I didn't put it in the list, watch your company. Bad company corrupts good character. You're affected by the company you keep. And lastly, I'll leave you with this. Another quote, I don't remember who said it. Very good quote. She's, they said this, your convictions and your convenience don't live on the same block. I'll say that again. I'll, I'll talk to, to, to this side of the room. Your convictions and your convenience does not live on the same block. I say it to the balcony. Your convenience and your convictions don't live on the same block. Say it to the neighbor, say neighbor. Your convenience and your convictions don't live on the same block. And what I'm saying is you have to decide, are you going to live a convenient life or a convicted life? So you might have some success in convenience. But do you want to leave a legacy? Or you just want to be remembered? And legacies come out of your convictions, not your conveniences. Let's stand. So woman, I challenge you, and I always say this, make this statement, and the reason why I, 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 I'm pushing you to become an MVP because not only are you women, but you're a Christian woman. And being a Christian, you, 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 got, you gotta remember that people are watching you. Once you say you're a Christian, they're gonna observe how you live. They're gonna watch how you, how you, how you wife. How you, how, how, what kind of Christian are you? Are you, are you that Christian wifey material? They're going to watch how you mother. Are you, are you that mother material? So part of being that, that MVP is saying, I'm going to be observed, not just because I, I, I'm, I'm doing good, but I'm a Christian. And people are quick to watch and tear you down. Let a sinner make a mistake. It's okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. But a Christian, they're going to point it out. See, being the MVP, they say, I'm going to be the best of the best. So when you get those cards for Mother's Day and you're the best mom, you can know that it's true. It's not just sentiment. You can know that it's true because, and it's not just, just a, a card that, 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 that read good and so we, we, you know, it was picked out. And how, do you, how are you going to know that? Because if you're the best mom only on Mother's Day, there's a problem with that. Or, 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 or for the wives, you, you look at the card and you say, wow, you know, you're the best wife. You don't even see those on an anniversary. You got to think about that. See, but I know that's not for our, our members here at CCC, amen? 
See, because ultimately, I want to be the best Jamal I can be. And I am committed to the work necessary to be put in to becoming the best Jamal. See, one of my Google search, if you look at it, self-help. How can I develop myself? What books do I need to read? Every book I read, I read a book dealing with church and I read a book on dealing with self-development. So you hear me quote books like The Dip. You hear me quote books like, like, what was the other book? What got you here won't get you there. Because I realized that the Jamal I am today, I can't be tomorrow. I have to be the better person, if not for the sake of myself, but for the sake of my kids. Even to a point where, 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 where I, my, when my son Liam was born, I didn't understand how to deal with a, 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 such a persistent kid. He's that kid, you tell him don't touch something. He says, what are you talking about, don't touch this? <laughs> no, Daddy, I'm asking you, you're talking about this right here. And I actually read the book, How to Raise a Strong-Willed Kid. Because one of the things that we do is we discourage certain things because we can't handle it that'll make them successful. And when, at the core of a lot of success is persistence. So how do I keep that persistence in him without discouraging it? to be a better father I read books on on, on, on on how to be a better husband how can I be you know be better with husband to my wife even though we're married for 21 years I know I can be better I'm not going to slip into convenience I'm not going to slip into a comfort zone and say oh we're, we're doing good 21 years that's successful why can't success be measured by eternity and not just the amount of years so I forever want to be a better husband. I, 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 I want to I get those cards that say, you know, I want to get those statements. Forget the cards. The statements say, babe, you're the best husband ever. Even when it's not our anniversary. Even when it's not Father's Day. Even when it's not, you know, I, I, I want to hear that. See, part of being an MVP is being intentional about the person we create. And once again, she said, she said, Dr. I mean, Nicole said, that I am my rescue. So where I am, and I'm looking in the mirror, if I don't like that, a lot of it's on me. And I'm in charge either to maintain the path or look in the mirror and say, we're going to change. So I do your Michael Jackson song. But that song was profound because he realized that there's something in the mirror that he didn't like something in that mirror that he knew needed to be changed and not only is he going to make a difference but he's going to make the right difference so how's every head is bowed how many of us can say well when I look in this mirror some things I need to change and if that's you I want you to raise your hand and say I, I, need, I need to make some changes even if I'm the best me I want to be better I'm not going to be content with comfort and convenience. I want you to raise your hand. Raise your hand high. I want to pray for you. Matter of fact, repeat after me. Say, Father God, 
in this heart are some things that need to change. I'm giving you I'm giving you permission to help me change this. I know I can't do it on my own because there's some things in here that I don't want to let go. But I'm asking for your help to guide me, to guard me, to direct me on how to let go so that I can become a better person. Lord, help me become the best Christian that I can be. I'm committed to the journey. I'm committed to the process. I'm not naive. I know it's not going to happen overnight. But I am committed so that I can represent you in every aspect of my life. So Lord, have your way. Give me the strength and the patience through these changes. So as I look in the mirror, I can be happy with who I'm becoming to be. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I pray that you got something out of that. Now, women, next month we're going to be talking to the men. But you need to be here as the accountability factor. So when they, that week after service, but babe, what did the pastor just say? What did Minister Aaron or Minister Paul just say? Let's get together now. Because we're going to be talking about prophet, priest, and king. And what does that mean? Father God, I pray for this ministry. I pray for this congregation. I pray for the individuals in this room that you just bless them, anoint them. Let the Lord, in this weekend, I pray for traveling mercies. Protect them. Give them a, 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 a tuning into your voice. As you guide God and direct them throughout this weekend. Lord, let them be vigilant, vigilant on the road. I pray for the vehicles that they will be traveling in from bumper to bumper. Let no harm. Pray for your angels to camp around each and every individual within the car as well as the vehicle. Lord, you have your way. And Lord, let us be prepared as we go to different barbecues, different outings, different family gatherings to speak a word of season. Because the ministry of the gospel never rest because Satan never rest so Lord have your way in Jesus precious name amen and amen if you get nothing out of today remember convictions and convenience don't live on the same block this Bible is our primary source of faith this Bible as our rule of conduct. This Bible creates a lens that we see life through. As we leave this place with never God's presence, Jesus is Lord, period. We believe it, we proclaim it, and we're seeing it come to pass. God bless and enjoy the rest of your weekend.